0: Welcome to our latest episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. I'm Jolie Walker, and it is brilliant as always to have you with us again. Our guest this week is a skinfluencer who shares all of her top beauty tips, from dry body brushing to smart SPF, easy makeup tricks, and so much more. Hi, my name's Emma O'Hall. I am a beauty blogger and photographer. Emma is a self-confessed skincare geek and blogs about all things beauty over at lolitasaysso.com. When it comes to makeup, her end game is always glow. The absolute basic is having the kind of
1: clean canvas and then you can put something on it and then it will actually work and give you a good result. She recently
0: launched her creative membership and collective How To By Emma on Instagram to support up and coming people wanting to grow a brand and learn more about the world of photography and social media. I've always been asked, you know, like, oh, Emma, what camera do you use? Or like, how did you do that? How did
1: you set up your business? And I thought, well, everyone keeps asking me this, like, I should create a space where like, I
0: actually share this specifically. As always, there are loads of expert tips in this episode, from self-care to fragrance. For skincare, Emma's best advice centers on nailing the basics. For me, it comes down to the most basic thing, and it is double cleansing. Find her creative mentorship program on Instagram at howtobyemma and on her blog at lolitasaysso.com. Hello and welcome, Emma. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you for coming on. I'm very excited to hear all of your best beauty advice because I know that you have absolutely loads. But actually, before we jump into that, I just wanted to chat about your like, beauty vibe in general. So I know that you are obviously all about skincare. And that is your thing. And I imagine that your skincare cabinet uh, is jam-packed rather than streamlined. Am I right? Am I wrong? Got me there. Yeah. It's a busy, it's a busy place to be. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine. I mean, how many products do you like have in your cabinet at the moment, would you say? I know that you're forever testing things, but. I mean, it's
1: hard because I have like the bathroom that's by my bedroom which is like what I'm using all the time. Then I have like the downstairs bathroom, which is like the stuff I don't use as much. Probably like, I mean, at least a hundred, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Emma.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Honda skincare products on the go. Yeah. For one face.
1: Yeah. So that's not excessive at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. And also it's the job. Exactly. You've got to be testing all the time, but no. And I also wanted to ask you about your new creative mentorship program as well. So you recently launched on Instagram. Can you just tell me a little bit about what it is, why you started it? Yeah, basically
1: in August 2020, I've because I've kind of always done the photography side um, as well as doing the skincare side and the beauty, that's kind of like my little geek out with the skincare. I love knowing all the facts but at heart I'm very much a photographer and a creative and I love creating beautiful aesthetics. And I've always been asked, you know, like, Oh, Emma, what camera do you use? Or like, how did you do that? How did you set up your business? And, um, I thought, well, everyone keeps asking me this. Like I should create a space where like I actually share this specifically, um, and kind of, you know, get across, how to do it because I think it is such a a strange, even when people ask me what I do now, I still kind of stumble sometimes, (laughs) kind of get across how you actually kind of build an audience, you know, whether that's for yourself or for a brand that you're starting, take good photos, the kind of ins and outs of social media and, you know, the admin of being freelance and invoices and all of that. That's kind of such a like behind the scenes of, of the work I do. And so I created it in um, August 2020. And then I recently just did the whole big website for it because it went really well and it such a wonderful like community of women um, kind of, you know, it's not just me preaching. Obviously I can share my experiences and I have guests on within the industry that really share really good insights into how things work. Also just like the whole collective sharing like everyone's experiences and helping each other out. And some people have met up and it's really lovely. And it's just, yeah, it's such a lovely kind of creative space to have that. When I was 23, when I was starting and I had no idea what to do, I would have loved to have space like that where I could like be like hey someone's asked me this how do I reply or like hey how do I pitch for something like this just all the things that seem like this magical secret world it's all shared within it basically.
0: I love that a creative space but also it sounds like such a supportive space as well so you have that support there. Absolutely. Amazing, Emma. Okay. So let's go into your five pieces of advice then. And actually you have to kick things off with skincare. So what is the best piece of skincare advice that you have ever been given or that you have to give? For me, it comes down to the most basic thing
1: and it is double cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm i sure people say that all the time, but it it sounds so boring, but it's like It's the consistency of cleaning your, like properly cleansing the skin. My kind of very close number two is wear SPF every day, even in gray London, like it is today. But I think honestly, I had so much trouble with like breakouts and acne. I was, I was growing up and I think often we kind of look to these, like, you know, all these specific products to treat those issues, but like, those are great, but there's no point putting them on Skin that maybe still has some SPF or some makeup in, or all of that. Like the the absolute basic is having the kind of clean canvas, and then you can put something on it, and then it will actually work and give you a good result.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like you say, if you're you know wanting to tackle something, be it a breakout or whatever it is, there is the temptation. I definitely have this to throw just everything on. Yeah, <laughs> and to kind of overload our skin. Whereas kind of streamlining a routine at that point, you know, can be the best thing. And I know you speak about it as well. Like supporting your skin barrier and that's something that you absolutely really advocate
1: yeah and I think with the cleansing as well taking the time to do it I think so often I mean I, I'm guilty of this sometimes of course but you know like get in the shower you like put your face wash on for two seconds wash it off it's like that hasn't worked <laughs> like give it a good you know give it 30 seconds at least like really massage it in like to get the benefits of that product as well so giving it like that little extra few seconds makes all the difference
0: And when you're double cleansing, are you combining kind of different textures of cleansers? What is your kind of go-to? Yeah. So I would start, I I double
1: cleanse just in the evening. So I would start by using an oil or a balm that turns into an oil to remove my makeup and get all that SPF out. So I kind of massage that into the skin. That's also just like such a nice time because it's the first step of my evening routine. And I'm like, ah, It's over. The day is over. I'm washing my face. I'm going to be so clean. I'm getting into bed.
0: (laughs) It's a feel good moment. Yeah,
1: exactly. And because it's so slippy with all the oil, it's a really nice time to like massage my face and kind of maybe relax my jaw a bit or around my eyes if I've been looking at a screen all day. And then I remove that with like a flannel or a muslin cloth with some warm water. And then I go in with either a kind of foaming or gel cleanser to kind of actually cleanse the skin. The first one I see is taking off any dirt and product or whatever build up on my skin. And then the second one's actually kind of clearing out what's what's on my skin itself.
0: Do you have any favorite brands at the moment that you're using for that? I know you switch things up all the time and try. The one I'm using at the moment, the oil is the
1: um, Elizabeth Arden, the ceramide oil, and it just smells so comforting as well, that one. So that would be my first cleanse. And then second cleanse, I'm using the Shiseido. I think it's the microfoam. And it feels so lovely and light and just like super cleansing, but they don't dry your skin out,
0: which I hate. I hate the feeling of that. Mm, Me too. And also before moving on to the second question, because I need to know about your kind of nighttime routine. So you're seeing it as a kind of a moment of Mm -hmm. self-care, getting into the zone with your cleansing. Then what do you go on to? So after that, I, over the past year, have become obsessed with like essences, I've been
1: using the BioEffect um, Essence and it's so, so like nourishing. It's like, it, it's a liquid. So I just put it a bit in my hands, like tap my hands together and kind of press it into the skin. It feels like a drink of water for the skin. So I love that. And especially when the weather's getting colder and your skin kind of dries out a bit. Sometimes if my skin like really drinks it up fast, I'll like go in with another. Cause I'm like, okay, you're thirsty. You <laughs> need more of this. And then eye cream again, you know, started early thirties. I'm like, oh, I'm actually getting a few fine lines. I have luckily worked in beauty for since I was 23. So I have used eye cream since then. So I think I've helped it certainly for, like <laughs> not get too bad, but I'm really noticing it more now. So I'm giving that like a little extra time for a bit of like gentle massage and sometimes use microcurrent devices there as well, just to like pump out the skin. Then a hydrating serum, then maybe an exfoliating serum, and then an oil or a cream so you know really minimal <laughs> really minimal <laughs> but
0: yeah but, but also that's your routine and it's you know that's your thing and also kind of layering those products and using kind of light layers of those products mm, exactly but you also mentioned about facial massage sort of, you know is a huge thing especially at the moment a lot of people are kind of investing in tools gua sha and other things do you use tools do you use your hands and what do you kind of do Yeah, I think whilst I'm doing my skincare routine, I
1: always like everything I apply. I'm like massaging in some kind of way, and I don't think there's like for me, it's just like what feels nice. There's not like a wrong or right way. I think if you're using your hands, like you know, I often kind of essentially like knead my cheeks because I hold so much tension there and in my jaw. So that feels nice again, like around the eyes, just like whatever feels good. Um, And then also kind of like down around the neck as well. But I do love tools too. use a gua sha probably the most. I I do like a roller, but I feel like the gua sha kind of like releases more for me. I go through phases of doing it like every day and then I like forget about it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, my face hurts. (laughs) or like, I look really puffy. I should probably use my gua sha. And as well, microcurrent, I use the new face one, which I'm like obsessed with it just feels so nice.
0: So what do you use that for if someone's never used a microcurrent device before?
1: It's essentially like tiny little microcurrents that are being put into the skin and it helps stimulate collagen. It's really good at lifting. It's essentially like working out your muscles in your face the same way we would work out our body, keeping them like nice and toned and tight
0: and lifted, which is what I want. There we (laughs) go investing in the tools. Yeah. Okay. Let's go into your second piece of advice then. And you wanted to talk about nails. What is your best piece of nail advice? So I actually have a nail
1: phobia. So like anyone like biting their nail, anything like that, like I actually can't stand it. Like I've had to like move seats on a plane before. Really? <laughs> like it really, it's not just like, oh, that's gross. Like I actually like, my friends would tell you like, My face makes a very weird face. I can't be around it. And so I'm like, I'm very like, I always am doing things to my nails, like really looking after it because they want mine to be really, really nice so that they don't freak me out, basically. So my biggest advice is 100% is just doing, because I think often people, when they're biting them, they go, because I always ask people to stop biting my nails. They go, I'm not biting my nails, I'm biting the skin around them. And I'm like, that's not better. <laughs> that is not
0: better. I still
1: don't want to be that you doing that. It still makes me feel weird. It's like the idea of removing some part of you. I won't go into detail, but it just makes you feel weird. So the thing that I always do is every night before bed, I put oil, just like one drop on each finger around the cuticles. And obviously that helps look after the skin around there, but also that if the, if the nails are kind of in bad condition, I feel like that really helps that the condition of them, especially before you go to bed, because obviously throughout the day and especially even more so recently, we're always washing our hands or using sprays and stuff, which totally dry them out. Whereas if you're in bed, it like has time to like fully
0: absorb it and really look after it basically. I do that every night. I mean, mine is still rubbish, but it no. would be more rubbish if I didn't. No,
1: it's like it, honestly, it is. It's such, and it's like quite a nice ritual as well. It like looks after the hands as well. I think it's so easy to like forget about our hands
0: when it comes to skincare as well. But I also love something that you can throw on overnight. And it kind of does all the hard work for you. Totally, pop it on, and then it's going to work through the night. Then you just sleep. Yeah, there exactly. we go. <laughs> and we will be right back with Emma after this. So we are back and on our third piece of advice, and we're going to talk about fragrance. So Emma, what is your best piece of fragrance advice? So
1: it kind of relates to skincare somewhat. I love fragrance. I find like it's very magic. I've kind of lived in lots of different places. I grew up in France. I spent some years in Sydney in my early twenties. And for me, obviously olfactory of fragrance, like it just transports me. And I I have like, you can probably see behind me, Jodie, but <laughs> a whole like way too many fragrances, but I have them there literally almost like smelling salts. Like I just pick them up and smell them. It's not that I wear them all. I'm like, Oh, that reminds me of Sydney or like, Oh, that smells like my mum in Paris or like stuff like that. It's so like, it's like a little box of memories in a way. But the biggest thing I think that I realized when I lived in Sydney, which was obviously in the sun and the sun there is very, very strong, is that spraying your fragrance on your chest <laughs> gives you polycyciderma like I have. So I sadly basically not scarred myself, but it's like a if I ever press my chest, even if I haven't been in the sun, it goes like as if I've just been in the sun and that's because fragrance is obviously like alcohol so essentially it sensitizes the skin to sun and I had no idea about that and so now I always make sure to never spray my perfume directly on my chest I might put it on my wrists and then like behind my ears or actually um, spraying perfume in the hair is way better because it lasts so much longer that's
0: my my top fragrance tip that is a really good fragrance tip and definitely one that we haven't had before. Maybe because, you know, a lot of us in the UK, not a strong sun, but yeah, in Australia. Yeah. When the sun is so strong. But even in the summer and stuff, I think it's so easy. You just kind of do
1: it there. And often I think the the skin on the chest there is slightly more fragile as well. So it's like really hard to look after. And also I always wear like shirts. So that bit's always out. <laughs> like in the sun as well. So it's like that much more likely to be damaged. So yeah, I I learned my lesson and now I'm SPF everywhere, every day, even if I'm wearing a t-shirt and no perfume.
0: (laughs) No perfume in chest, really good tip. (laughs) And what kind of fragrances are you kind of drawn to at the moment, especially as we kind of move into winter, you're switching Mm. them up for something a bit warmer. Is that something that you do? Yeah, I like something kind of that
1: is a bit deeper, I think when it comes to cooler weather. I really love for this time of year, Bayredo Velvet Haze is beautiful. It's kind of a bit musky. I always like something a bit musky, like nothing. I'm never too like citrusy or too floral. I really love that one for this time of year. I also love the Uluwe ones. The air one is just like amazing. It's kind of sweet, but also not at all
0: sickly. I don't know if it's very hard to describe fragrances. It is hard, but no, that is a good description. But also the Loewe fragrances. Mm, I mean, yeah, they've got the fragrances. They've got the new home fragrances. They've got the candles. Candles, I know. (laughs) I've to burn
1: mine because they're just too beautiful. But I'm like, I need to.
0: No, you can never (laughs) burn a Loewe candle. It's just something you have to buy. Like pride of place. You just sniff it. Yeah, just (laughs) sniff it. Okay, Emma, let's move on to your fourth piece of advice then and talk about body care. What is your best Mm -hmm. piece of body care advice?
1: Dry brushing, always. It's a thing I'm obsessed with and I've gotten so many people onto it. And so many friends have said like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize the wooden brushes for body aren't meant to live in the shower because they go moldy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because they go moldy. That's not what they're for. So, you know, those like wooden brushes you get, some will have a handle, some will kind of be like with a little strap for your hand. They're for dry brushing. So it's clues in the name it's um, to do on dry skin. And I always do it before a shower and it's so, so good not, I mean, it has like benefits in terms of it can kind of reduce cellulite, but it's also for me, it's just like, it's so good for the circulation. My family has like really bad leg circulation. So I'm like really on it with the legs to kind of prevent varicose veins when I'm older. And you just feel so, if I'm super sleepy, like just invigorating my body like that is feels so like I'm, I'm awake. <laughs> like My blood is pumping around my body. And so I start at my feet and kind of work up. You always do it towards the heart. You can do it in kind of sweeping motions or kind of circle motions, like in kind of like tougher areas, like the thighs or like the bum stuff like that. And I just love it. It's like such, obviously, you know, using oils or lovely creams and stuff there is great, but I just love doing that just before I get in the shower, you know, whether I've got 10 minutes to do it on the weekend and really do like a whole thing, Even if I do it for 30 seconds, I always do it before a shower. Even if it's just like a quick sweep, 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 just like that extra little something always makes a difference, I think.
0: And you notice a difference even if you do it for 30 seconds? Absolutely, because I think it's the consistency. So I think even
1: if if I do it for 30 seconds every day, so I think it's like, you know, then it still like keeps it going. And sometimes when I have, longer, I'll do it for a bit longer, but it's just knowing that it feels really nice. And or I can just do areas that like feel a bit kind of, I normally do kind of around my thighs and stomach or on my back. that can kind of be hard to exfoliate in the shower, stuff like that. Obviously the bristles can help like remove dead skin cells as well. So I just feel already kind of like silky before even getting
0: in the shower. It is always something that I forget to do. Right. Emma, I feel like I'm going to put a post-it on the shower door. <laughs> I feel like Emma told me I need to dry body brush every time.
1: I have the Alemis one that has a, that has like a long handle and then like it's got like a ribbon at the end. And I literally like put it right by my shower. Like it's hanging by my shower. So I literally see it. So like, I can't miss it. Cause it's like on the way into the shower. Okay. I'm doing that. I'm doing it every
0: day. <laughs> do it. It's so, so worth it. Cause it is one of those things Like when I do it, it feels so good. Exactly. I don't know why I'm depriving myself a bit. Okay. <laughs> New ritual going forward. Okay. Let's go into your fifth piece of advice then and talk about uh, self-care. So what is your best piece of self-care advice? It's really hard to pick one
1: because I think everything I've just said for me is like self-care. And that's why I absolutely love beauty because like, yes, of course, you know, it can make you look nicer supposedly or that kind of thing. But for me, it makes me feel nicer. And like, I think when you feel nice, you look good too. (laughs) But I think for me, self-care is always a bath full of magnesium salts, either a tea or a glass of red wine, depending on what time of the day it is. (laughs) And it just like, I feel like it's so cleansing and it gives me that moment. I'm not on my phone. It's like a complete relax. The magnesium salts I love from like muscles and for my body, like they're super detoxifying and relaxing as well. And if I have a bath before bed, I feel like it helps me sleep really, really deeply. And like, that is like the biggest treat to myself is like feeling good, getting into bed and sleeping for eight hours is my ultimate dream.
0: I mean, sleep is just the best, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> it is just the best. And it? it's like the number one thing that makes you feel kind of good and refreshed. I'm with Absolutely. You and so you mentioned magnesium salts. I love magnesium salt. Do you have any mm-hmm. favorites that you use? I just get like the really big ones. I think they're the like better you ones. Like that, Yes, they're my favorite. The
1: biggest packet I can find because I get through them so fast. But yeah, I'm like, I'm soon redoing my bathroom that has the bath in. So I'm like getting ready for like potentially six weeks without bath, which I don't know. I might just have to go to my friend's house. To have a bath. <laughs> take Do my it. salts. Do it. You can take,
0: yeah, I was going to say, you can have a backpack with salts and maybe a few oils for the situation. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Always get an oil in. Yeah. It's like creating such a like lovely atmosphere. It's like such a like removal from like, everyday life because you're literally just like in the bath. So you can't really do it. You can't like, Oh, I'm just going to quickly do that. It's like, no, I'm sat in the bath. I can't go into it. I can't, all of that, which is always like, I think that's the hardest thing these days is that we're all, you know, always on obviously with what I do, what a lot of my work is on my phone. And, you know, essentially I could say taking a photo of the bath is kind of work ish because I'm sharing what I'm putting in there and stuff. But it's like, for me, it's such a nice time to just like completely remove myself from Anything that's on my to-do list, anything that I, you know, I'm thinking about, it's just like, right, I'll do that after, even if I think up things. And often it's when I come up with like really nice creative ideas, because I actually
0: let my mind like relax and like stop thinking of all these things to do. (laughs) Yeah, totally. But when you do give yourself a bit of space and I'm the same, that is when the ideas come for sure. Yeah.
1: I think, isn't it called the, I feel like one of the most famous ideas in the world, it was like, came to someone in the shower and it's called like the shower effect or something like that because it's like when you stop thinking you get really good ideas
0: there you go I mean I know what I'm doing tonight i get it in the bath definitely a red wine <laughs> and we're good to go as long as you dry brush before Jayla. okay yeah okay I'll put one on the shower and one in the bath I'm, I'm on it I'm on it now we finish each episode with a kind of final question just about your biggest beauty blender. So mm-hmm. this a bit of a playful, a lighthearted <laughs> note to finish on. A little trip down memory lane. What has your biggest beauty blender been?
1: I, all my beauty blunders are hair related. <laughs> Whether that's eyebrows, I definitely did the like overplucking of eyebrows, but I, you know, I grew up in the nineties. I feel like it was okay at the time. I'm glad they grew back, but probably the worst one is when I think I was like, maybe like 10, 11. And I was like, I'm going to cut myself a fringe. <laughs> Never goes well, does it? <laughs> and I just took like one bit of hair at the front and I cut it and I, I, I like did that thing where you like pull it down and I like cut it by my eyebrows. But then obviously when it went up, because I have wavy hair, it was really short. No, and it sprung up. Yeah. But instead of being like, oh no, I should stop this now. I kept going shorter to the point where I shaved the front of my head. No, Emma, why? Yeah. Because right. I was like, I had, this has to be hidden. But obviously, you know, like it was going to have to grow out and be that like at some point.
0: So you were in it and you were just thought, uh-oh, I need to go further. Yeah. It has to go. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I had this like, literally like, probably like a centimeter square at the front that I like cut and then shaved off, but then obviously grew back. So I had this like little like upwards tufty. Luckily I was like still young enough that like, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. That then it's kind of like grew back. So in like lots of my childhood photos, I have this like little bit of quiff coming out just at the
0: front. Nice. Like it, like it. Yeah. So that was yeah. good. I think a lot of people can relate to a DIY haircut at home. The fringe is
1: just, just always no the lengths whatever you can you can sort that out the fringe rarely goes well I find just don't do it just don't mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm.
0: oh well thank you so much Emma for sharing oh, yeah all of your brilliant advice so many uh, tips in there and thank you for coming on and thank you for everyone for listening
1: thanks for having me
0: Jodie